And welcome to episode number 74 of the Curveball Podcast here, Michaela and John Barrera. And we have some really awesome guests that do a lot for a lot of people in this area. And John, go ahead and introduce our guest today. Today, we have Eyes on Me. Now, it's special because we have not only the teacher and the owner, but we have the student, the apprentice. We're here. We have yes. Michael Gonzalez awesome. and Joe Vela. Thank y'all for coming, y'all. Yes, yeah. Thank, thank you for having us. us. Yes, thank sir. you for having us. We're excited to be here. Yes, sir. Uh, appreciate the opportunity, but we're happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, let's. we're going to talk about something. Let's, let's do this first. Because to me, this is the most important thing that we can do mm. is talk about this uh, hashtag Hunter Man Strong that's going on and Hunter Vela. This is absolutely the most important thing. Let's let's talk about it first. People okay. usually, when they watch these podcasts, they start off at the beginning, and the, the beginning of the podcast is the most listened to part and the, and the most watched part. Okay. Um, this Hunter Man Strong is June twenty fifth, two thousand and twenty two. It's a uh, barber fundraiser. It's at Eyes on Me Advanced Barber College, right? Yes, ma'am. Eyes on Me Advanced Barber College. Okay. Uh, it is where this is going to be at. Uh, and come on out for a prayer with Hunter Vela. Now, dude, this is your nephew. Yes, it is. Yes, Hunter, it is. Hunter's your nephew. And what's going on with Hunter? Uh, Hunter's in the process right now of rehabilitation. Uh, he, he's been battling with cancer. And, uh, and right now is what we're looking for is we're uh, in the process of getting Hunter back on, on, on his feet and um, getting, getting back with the family. This has been a, a, a battle. This has been an ongoing okay. struggle with Hunter. Absolutely, yes. And y'all are, uh, this is a way for you out there, if you're watching the uh, podcast or if you're listening, this is a way for you to uh, give back and, and help help this kid. He's he's had a long journey. It's been a really tough road for Hunter. Yes. And uh, rehabilitation, so that's a good thing, right? Yes, yes, it is. Is he in remission? Yeah. He's in remission right now. Oh, my uh, gosh. He's in remission, so yes. yes. Amen to that. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. 100. Yeah. Um, so so what's the next step? You, you said recovery. Uh, it's recovery now. And, uh, you know, you know, just anything of this nature, especially at this age, at 14 years old, um, it, it, it can not only just be a, a physical thing, it, it could be a mental thing. Mm. So uh, just in the process of just us being able to just be united like this and coming together, it also shows him that he's not alone. You know, and in many ways, and in, 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 in any shape and form, uh, the communities already came together. Amen. And that's just an yeah. awesome. That's just an awesome thing. And there was what a benefit there, at uh, Meadowview, right? There was. There was a uh, there was a, be- a benefit there, and, uh, and and that was an awesome turnout. And we and we thank everybody for that. But um, can I ask y'all something? How proud of y'all? How proud of the community are y'all? Because when events like this happen, the community comes together. Oh yeah. You know, on your platform too, Michaela. Curveball breaking news. I mean, yeah, you have do. so much support. From and the not community. just Kerbal Break, but everywhere in this community, you know, and Kerbal News and Wars, uh, you know, they come together in there and and the me- the different media outlets all help in that, too. You know, mm-hmm. getting the word out and the more the more places you can get the word out, the, the better. Absolutely. But this this community, it, it's incredible how over and over and over. And I've, I've been back here for about uh, 11 years now, and I have just seen I've seen people step up time and time again yeah and it's you know usually a lot of the same people step up over and over and it's just it's incredible to see this this hill country community give yes the way that they do you know and even coming from san antonio because you know i'm born and raised in san antonio and uh and just experiencing that for myself as well like since i've been here in kerrville i've seen that for myself where the community comes together and even from from my business when i'm first coming in here that they they were just so supportive everybody just good feedback from everybody which is one of the reasons why i chose 
Kerrville, uh, to be in Kerrville. So, um, yeah, I've seen that, and I got to experience that firsthand. Kerrville's just super supportive always, and uh, love how the community gets together for stuff like this. Yes. All right. So, yeah, it's so this is another date, June 25th, 2022. Make sure you get over there for that. That yes. is June 25th. What day of the week is that on, y'all? That's going to be on a Saturday. And the thing is, okay. speaking, of, speaking of the community, we're going to be having not just uh, Eyes on Me barbers. We're going to be having uh, barbers from all over. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. so that's, that's what's going to be awesome. Wow. We have yeah. barbers coming from all over, different barber shops, uh, different barber owners are going to be, uh, be be with us that day. So and that's it's, it's going to be amazing. 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And let's help him fight. Uh, barber fundraiser at Eyes on Me, two twenty three Earl Garrett. Two twenty three Earl Garrett okay. downtown, downtown mm. Kerrville. Mm. All right, yeah, make sure you show up for that. The barber uh, community is a tight knit community. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I would say like you once. I would say the barbers in, especially in Kerrville, they all we all know of each other, you yeah. know, and uh, it's always uh, we're always willing to share what we know to each other, you know. Uh, I haven't uh, met one barber who's just been. Who hasn't been that way? You know, everybody, everybody that I've met, they're just, hey, Mike, let me know if I can come in, do a demonstration for your students. And as barbers, we all cut differently. Amen. You know, so I'm, I'm open to bringing different people in and stuff like that. Actually, that day, June 25th, we'll have try to have 25 barbers. Mm-hmm. We'll try to have 25 barbers and just from not even from the, the, the college itself, but just surrounding barbers, surrounding areas. And these are barbershop owners who got together and said, you know what? Let us join you that day. Mm, yes. Let us send some barbers that day. Uh, so we're going to have food. We're going to have music. It's just going to be a good time. And to Again, we're all getting together for Hunter, um, you know, and, and it's going to be a good day that day. Are Annabelle and Daniel down, too, with uh, uh, 1962? Yeah. yeah, we had them on. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I don't want to say 100% yet, but but we will be having yeah, that. Yeah, so the yeah, door's still sure. open. The door's yeah, still yeah. open. If you would like to come and join us that day, uh, like I said, uh, we, we can always rotate in and we can always make, make it fit. Yeah, so, so so even if you choose to cut hair that day, you, you won't like you won't be have to cut hair all day. Like we'll be rotating you yeah. and stuff like that. Awesome. There's, yeah. So try try to get as many people uh, involved as we can. So I'll definitely get in contact with them. I, I do want them to be there that day. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be nice. You know, I saw a light bulb go off in in John's head, <laughs> and uh, it was it's a recurring theme on this podcast that we see with all the successful business owners that come in here that they they work with other people in their industry. They don't work against them. They're not trying to cut everybody's throat. They're not trying to to uh, compete and get them out of business. They work with them, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's because we live in a place of abundance. I mean, there's so much. So, and, and how do you feel about my, what I, I just said? I 100 percent uh, agree because even just the Cosmo School, BK Cosmo School, you would think that anywhere else there's competition. You know, you would yeah. think it'd be that way, but it's not. It's like I've been there. I've done demonstrations myself. Even them, they came into our location what? as well, and they shadowed the barbers there. So we work hand in hand. You know, and, and it is Kevin and Brandy though. I mean, what can you yeah. say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, they're awesome. So, yeah. yeah, they're awesome. They've they've been supportive too since since day one. So shout out to uh, Kevin and Brandy. Yeah, appreciate appreciate them. And all Isn't that beautiful? It is. That's how it should be. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. One hundred percent. When we started, we, yeah. Go ahead, sorry, John. Michaela. I'm, I'm just excited. I'm pumped because when we started, we started as a small business network. Yeah. And we were we were pushing for businesses to get along. Networking. Networking. Mm-hmm. Your network yeah. is your your net worth is your network. Like you mm-hmm. said from day one. Your net. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah. Your network <laughs> is your net worth. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But but no, it, it's just. And to see it happening, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. Yes. It really is. Let's talk. Do you want to talk about Eyes on Me? Let's talk about Eyes on Me. Absolutely. Right, let's do it. 
So tell us about Eyes on Me. What is it? Okay, so Eyes on Me Advanced Barber College, now located in downtown Kerrville, is actually our third location. So the first one is in San Antonio, Texas. The second one is San Marcos, Texas. And the third one, our newest one, is now in Kerrville. So we've licensed hundreds of award-winning barbers already. Uh, now we're here in the Hill Country, and we're ready to uh, uplift the barbers, just provide another opportunity and see what kind of uh, barbers come out of the Hill Country. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're here now, and... Um, um, just just providing another opportunity, uh, Michaela, because not everybody is meant to go to college. You know, I understand mm. if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer and something of that nature, you have to go to college. But even if you want to do that, you can take six months because it only takes six months to get your license. You can sacrifice those six months, learn a trade, learn the skills to pay the bills. And then if you want to go to college, mm. you can make money while you're in college. You know, That's but you awesome. can't you can't go wrong with the trade. You know, so we're here just to provide another opportunity as well as affordable haircuts. So we also do eight dollars haircuts from one to six thirty and when you come in between one and three and pay eight dollars for a haircut it comes with a free hot towel shave so um that's something to experience in itself you know yeah that is awesome for yeah. eight bucks eight bucks eight bucks so you can't beat it um it's incredible yeah yeah for sure and we also have experienced barbers on hand too so when somebody walks in we'll give them the choice would you like a student haircut or an experienced haircut and the experienced haircut is something that no other school has done before and it basically allows the student to make money while they're in school you know and and it helps them out they're they're able to build the clientele Mm -hmm. and i guess it helps them out get through school you know so i haven't seen uh any other school do that that's one of the things that we do we also um you know work with them in their schedule a lot of schools they want you to be there 40 hours a week but we understand that you got a job that you got a family that you got to attend to so we're going to help you out any way we can whenever you enroll you let us know the days that work for you You'll let us know the days that work for you. We don't want you. We don't want to put too much pressure on you. Let us know the days you can come in, and we're gonna help you out. We're gonna make it happen any way we can. So you yes. only need a thousand hours to graduate. A thousand hours. You know, if you're there full time, that's six months or less. So come in, get your license real quick, and and you know that's something that that cannot be taken away from you. If you got a degree from a, a, a degree can be taken away from you, a position at a job can be taken away with, from you. But when you learn a trade. Something that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life, it cannot be taken away from you, you know? And so so it's a good thing. Joe, you're a student. Yes, yes, I am. And and uh, Eyes on Me, Advanced Barber College. Yes. What has your experience been like, and how, how, did, how did all that come about? Uh, my experience is uh, I, was, um, I was recently released. I was, uh, I was incarcerated, and um, I was actually released on a Monday. On a Monday, um, uh, I, I wasted no time. I wasted no time. I, I made my way in, and, and I found Mr. Mike's number. He said, come on in, Joe. <laughs> Let's make it happen. By Tuesday morning, we, we were at it. We were already in class. We were getting things going. And uh, one thing that, that Mr. Mike uh, and, and Eyes on Me, they, 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 they make it possible. They make it, they make it possible for us to, to move forward. And, and that's the awesome thing about this school is that, that it, it, it gives birth to hope. You know, when, 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 when all else seems that like there's no hope, there's no way, how am I going to do it? Financially, it's going to be tough or, or um, you know, I'm not going to be good enough. I'm not going to be smart enough. Uh, w- when you come with these men and you sit down with these men, and Mr. Mr. Mike makes it possible. That's the awesome part about it. So that's now, what I really enjoy about it. Now, when you were incarcerated before you got out, were you thinking about becoming a barber or? I was a barber. I was a barber inside. Uh, I, okay. I, was a, I was a barber inside, officer barbers, uh, stuff of that nature. But um, I had actually heard about Mr. Mike and, and Eyes on Me while I was in there. And the first thing, first thing I said is when I get home, oh, I'll, I'll be there, you know. Mm. So, so, so that's the opportunity that, that I took. You yeah. wasted no time. Wasted no time, you know. And, and like I said, yeah. it's just it's, there's no excuses for us not to be able to just move forward. And, and that's just one thing that, that, that Mike uh, put on the table when he said, hey, 
hey, you want to do it? Let's do it. But let's be sincere. Let's, let's get it done. Yep. There is no excuses. Absolutely. And it's a 50-50 effort. You know, I can do all I can to to help an individual out. But when I see that they're putting in 50% or more um, and just into their craft and they're coming to school every day and, and you know, they're showing up to class and they're putting that effort in, it's like, why why wouldn't I why wouldn't I want to help you to succeed? You know, uh, before barbering, I was a forklift driver. I used to ask myself, man, you mean tell me this is, this is what I got to do for the rest of my life? You know, and, and I was in and out of trouble myself too. So, um, you know, like barbering mm. really changed my life and it opened up doors that I never would have thought imaginable so if you asked me today if you asked me two years ago um, that I would be where I am today I would have never believed you so right. so I'm all for I'm all for helping other people out you know and, and stuff of that nature we we all know it's it's hard enough to not just support yourself but support your family but when you're when you're inside like that and, and you're incarcerated what were you worried about being able to get out and and feed yourself and your family when you got out because it's it's a tough world that we live in it really hard. is it's hard uh, one of the main things was, was, uh, you know, financially, you know, financially is, is, is that going to be my delay? You know, is that going to be the reason uh, why a lot of doors are closed? And, and, um, just the, the, the way that, that eyes on me offers the, the, the three, the three payment plans we have that we offer there is, um, he made it possible to, to literally just step in without a dollar down and was able to just move forward. Whoa. And, yeah. um, so so we're one of the only schools where we, we just started crazy. doing this yes. where you don't need no down payment uh, needed to start school. Usually it's 1525 but as of right now um, and continuously forward, uh, it's no down payment needed. You can come in, just bring me four things, your ID, your social, high school diploma, or GED, and just uh, $100 for your permit. But no down payment needed, and you can get started. Why? As as why, Michael? Yeah, why do that? Well, well, really, it's just it's just a lot of people want to start school, but they don't know how to, or they don't know where to start. And it's like, yeah. I, w- I want to take that away. I, w- I want you to know that my name is Michael. I'm the owner, and I'm going to help you out any way I can. Uh. You know. So so I'll, so I'll have that conversation with them. We'll bring them in. And once they see that uh, that it's possible, that they don't they don't they don't uh, that we can work with them uh, they're all for it you know and, and they appreciate it I've had students that tell me man Mike thank you because if it wasn't for this there'd be no other way you know and uh, you know and uh, so I, I'm I'm glad I'm able to do stuff like that and uh, I've, I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the the change in, in you know I've I've enrolled six students since then you know just for the no down payment so that tells me that there's that there's definitely a, a need for for something like that you know Joe Joe so if you know. Based off of what Michael just said, Joe, if it wasn't for this, would there be another way? No, definitely not. I would have had to do a lot of traveling. It would have been a big, big. Uh, it would have been a big delay. In, in, in my well, well, one of the issues is just is just finding a job whenever yeah, you, you, you yeah. soon get out. Because even if you have a job, Michaela, like it is still hard to support your family off of one income, especially the like the income based these days. It's impossible it's in, these days. It's, impo- yeah. it's impossible. We talk about it all the time. I I was talking about it with my wife. Yeah. Uh, Last night we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. How, how it, it, it's impossible for for one income family uh, to make it. These absolutely, days. it's not the 50s anymore, or mm-hmm. the 60s, or the 70s, or the 80s, or the 90s, or the 2000s, or even the 2010s. Mm-hmm. We're in the 2020s, and the, these are different times now than absolutely. they used to be. Absolutely, and, and, and the thing is about the trade, you know, you're able to create your own schedule, you're able to create your own prices, you're able to, uh, you know, come in and 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 work as, as you please because you're your own boss, you know, and not a lot of jobs offer that. Um, especially for for people who just been released you know it's hard to get on your feet and uh so hopefully um you know any way i can help out i'm all for it you know the passion pours out of you about cutting hair absolutely what is cutting hair what what is being a barber done for you 
Well, being a barber has absolutely changed my life, you know, because uh, a barbering, you know, I, I was able to open up my own school. I was able to open up my own barbershop. I'm able to provide for my kids, which is the main thing. Right. I think every man just wants to be able to provide for their family, you know, yes. and uh, I got I just got too many people depending on me, John. I got too many people depending on me. I got a lot of mm. a lot of kids looking up to me. Your why? So so it's like I gotta make this happen. You know, I don't have a choice. You know, I gotta make it happen. So just for just for everybody after me, it's like a lot of people will cut hair for the rest of their life, but they'll never be remembered, John. But me, I'm gonna impact people's lives so that they'll always remember what you know where they came from and stuff like that. And uh, you know, right now we're at 21 students. It's not like a big school where my attention is divided between. Um, 50 students it's like i'm able to be there one-on-one with they're not a student. number there's not a number no so i'm able to be there right there with them and and, and kind of guarantee that they they're the best they can you know and honestly john i feel like if they graduate um not being the best barber they can be then i feel like i failed you know so that's how hard i take it on myself you know i take it like i want them to be the best barber they can be you know and i know i can do that i know i can do that but like i like i was saying earlier it's a 50 50 like, it's like, I'm going to put the effort in, but I, I need them as well, you know, to put that effort, effort in. So, Michaela, uh, most leaders don't take that extreme ownership of saying, if you fail, that's on me. Most say, if you fail, that's, that's on, on you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you hear that over and over and over, but you, you take a different approach to that. Absolutely. And I bring in different people. I don't even, I don't just do it myself. Like I have Miss Amy too, who, who is our instructor uh, in the morning. She runs the classroom and I bring in different people from different barbershops. And so I'm, I'm trying to not only teach them how to cut hair, but how to do women's hair, how to do color, how to do perms, uh, braids, all that good stuff, because that's extra income that they can get to a barbershop. Whenever they go into a barbershop and a woman walks in, almost all the barbers turn away. But and it's not because they don't know how, because in, in order to get your license, you have to know how to cut women's hair. You know, mm. you have to demonstrate that. Really? So it's not because they don't know. It's because they're scared. They don't want to make the mistake. You know, and I don't want that to be the case with my students. I, I want them to learn as much as they can while they're with me. So whenever they get to that to that um to that level, when they're ever in, they're in the shop, they're not turning down no money. Confidence, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are you focused primarily on on men's hair or women's hair? Where are you at your stage of learning? Uh, right now, we have Miss Amy. Like he was saying, Miss Amy, she's she's pushing me real hard on my scissor game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my yeah, scissor my game. Scissor you game. Know, we didn't have no scissors at all in there, yeah. so so that's one thing that's new to me. Um, actually, being uh, so, oh, you had clippers. I we guess, had right? clippers in there, and, and they yeah. they were one of one kind. That's it. So uh, as I get out but here, you Mike, get really good with those. I bet, right? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, Mister Mike, he's like, oh Bella, you got to get these, you got to get these, we got to do this, look at these. So it's yeah. like a kid in the candy store when it comes to, to tools and mm. the equipment. There. But the other day he did a whole fade with the comb and razor, and it came out better, like just a comb and a razor, and it came out way better than a lot of people do with the with the, with the clippers, you know. So that's he, awesome. Yeah, so yeah. he's he's good at that. I'm like, all right, but now it's time with the clippers, you know. So let, <laughs> yeah. let's get hands on with the clippers and stuff yeah. like that. Joe, can yeah. you explain the comb and razor? Is that what y'all do on the inside? Uh, comb and razor. Comb uh, razor haircut is is uh, what we do is we'll actually get a little little thirty cent comb uh, right there off commissary window and uh, and we got razors that we get there and we break them down and and by coincidence they fit exactly on these combs and uh, and and it's uh anywhere from two soups to a dollar for a haircut. <laughs> you know, so, soups, two ramen so, soups, two ramen soups, or, or a bag of beans, or something Whoa. of that nature. Yeah, you gotta look that, good. You gotta so, look good so, in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So it, it's 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 one process. But I, what, what I did is I would use a technique of as if I had clippers. So um, so what we'll be doing is we'll be actually doing some demos pretty soon on that. We're trying to find the time to make some demos and actually show ball fades. You can uh, do comb overs. You can do any kind of cut with a with a couple of comb and razors, and that's this that's it. You know. I have a friend named Joey who just got out too, and um, he got out. And he lived below his means for a while, and now he's 
got his he's got two vehicles he's got a full-time great paying job and i just want to say shout out to joey yes shout out to joe i want y'all whoever's listening to get inspiration from this wherever you are whatever position you're in there is a way out Mm. do not give up you're being tested this isn't forever. So, mm-hmm. and a teacher temporary. never gives the answers during the test. Amen. Absolutely. Yes. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's it's a bad time, not a bad life. You know. So anybody going through something, just know that there is a way out, and there is people who will help you. So yes. me being one of those people. If you ever thought about being in, in barbering, you ever thought about being a barber, you just don't know where to start. Um, give us a call two one zero three two six three four nine six, or come visit us downtown uh, Kerrville two two three Earl Garrett, and mm. we'll make it happen. Any way I can help you out, we're gonna make it happen. Look at Hunter. Look at his position. Oh, yeah. You know? We're out here feeling sorry for, for our... life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're out here feeling sorry for ourselves. Oh, I had a bad day. Mm. What are you talking about? Mm. Yeah, you got what a lot to be grateful for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah that, and that's one of the things that I wanted to elaborate on on with Hunter, too, as well, is that uh, that day at the event around 2 o'clock, we're, we're trying to uh, figure out a time that's that's fitting for the day. But uh, what we'll be doing is we'll be, we'll be doing a slideshow. Of um of respecting respecting the uh, the space of Hunter, mm. but at the end of the day we'll be putting together a slideshow for Hunter and uh and and, and letting the community see what's going on uh, with Hunter and the process of where he's at today. So it's just one thing when when, when you actually see a struggle, it, it makes it that much more real. So right after that right after the the the, the video, what we'll be doing is we'll go straight into a prayer live with Hunter. Mm. So male, women, females, whatever, whoever is uh, whoever's there, we'll be going live. Uh, there with a prayer with Hunter. So that's that's one of the most important things of that day. Just being able to just come in agreement and just go forward and just to remind Hunter like hey. But but can you're you not alone, can, can you, know? you imagine that though? Like your kid your kid no. going through something like that, you know, and, and just I mean, I, I just I don't know. I, I tell my students, man, any way like I you can utilize my platform and my oh, name, man. let me know. Because I want to be involved in and in, in, in stuff like this. You yes. know, I want to help out anyway. There's I nothing can. more important than that. Absolutely. Yes. And I and I just can't I just can't um you know, imagine what the parents are going through, but but we're here to say that June 25th, you know, we're Hunter Man Strong, you know? Yes. Mm. So yes. so that's going to be June 25th. We hope uh, people can show up, you know what I mean? Come get a Get over cut. there. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, 213. 223. 223. 223. Earl Garrett Street Earl Garrett. in Kerrville. And uh, right next door to Babe Seafood Bucket and Turtle Creek, Alice Turtle and Creek. Vines. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right between the two businesses right there Anything on Earl you- Garrett. Anything you share, you share. I'll share it. You know, yeah, um, absolutely. I'm sure Michaela would allow it on her platform. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Every day, multiple yes. times a day. This mm-hmm. is the important stuff. This is this is the stuff that really, really matters. You know, a lot of the absolutely. rest of the stuff doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Right. But when it comes to something like this and and helping a kid that, who's been fighting cancer mm-hmm. get back on his feet, I mean, there's nothing nothing more important than that. So yeah, show absolutely. up, people, definitely. And uh, that prayer will probably be around two. You said about two o'clock is what we're aiming for. Okay. Yes. When you were driving a forklift, Michael, mm-hmm. had you ever cut hair before? No, I haven't. No, mm. sir. I hadn't. Uh, so whenever uh, I was driving the forklift, I did own a barbershop. So you don't have to have a, a barber license to own a barbershop. So basically, uh, I, I would work nine to five every day. I would get off at five o'clock. I would go to the barbershop. I would mop, sweep, throw out the trash, say hi to the barbers, and then go about my business, go home. So that was for about a year. And about a year, so for every day for a year, I would go mop, sweep, throw out the trash, and I would see these barbers there. And they were having a good time. They were enjoying their job. Um, they, were, they were making good money. Um, they were making their own schedule. And I said, you know what? I think I can do this. So I sold my barbershop and used some of that money to go to school. And I went to school to get my barbering so license. So wait a minute. You, you, your barbershop was gone at that point. 
It was gone. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. While you were going to school to get your license. While I was going to school to get my license. Yep. You didn't hold on to it. No, I mean, a lot of people tell me like, Mike, like, you know, but uh, did you make the right decision? But if maybe if I didn't make that decision, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. uh, so it's like it's like I uh, know hindsight, uh, you know, it, it, right there when it happened, it's like maybe a lot of people were confused as to my decision. But it's like I knew what I had to do to better myself, you know, and uh um, so I'm glad at the end of the day that I made that decision. And sometimes that's what it's about, Michaela. It's about taking the risk. You know, I can't tell you how many opportunities I've missed out on because I was just too scared to do it. You know, and uh, I, that's something that I preach to my students. It's like, yo, you don't want you don't want to be that individual. You don't want to miss out on an opportunity just because, um, you know, you're 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 uh, you're scared or, or, or you haven't done that, you know. And it's so like, you took like the opposite of a hoarder mentality. Yeah. With that, because a lot of people, it would have been like, well, there's no way I'm ever letting go of that business. That's my baby. That's my, mm -hmm. that's, yeah. but you're, you're saying, no, that can go Absolutely. and I'll do something completely new and I'll start with something completely new. Absolutely. And let me tell you, because I got seven kids. I have seven kids. So, you know, doing something like that, it's like, it's like, that's all your eggs in one basket. You know, so so it's real easy to to back off when, when something like that, because, you know, you, you, you want to be able to provide for your kids, you know, and, and that's, yeah, a, that's always, a risk. That's the yeah. leap. Yeah. So so even when I was going to, to school, Michaela, when I was going to school, it, it was so hard for me. I, t I, t man, I tell people like that's just the hardest part is just the school. But once once that's done, everything else falls in place. But I remember going to school on empty, driving to school on empty, just hoping to make some tips. You know, and then just eat my, my family eating ramen noodles and stuff like that. But those are the sacrifices that I made to, to, to be where I'm at today. You know, and, and if it wasn't for us making those sacrifices, even just even, uh, you know, uh, my kids, like I have real conversations with them and be like, hey, baby, let's let you, let you know this year we're not doing birthday parties this year. You know, but but they understand. They understand the bigger purpose. That's what separates the winners from the losers. Mm. I'm sorry. No. You have to sacrifice. You do. I, I did the Dave Ramsey thing, living in a trailer with my wife for four years, paying off $120,000 of debt. Mm -hmm. We skipped all that crap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sorry, baby. We're going to have to have Little Caesars Pizza yes. and, for your birth, for your first birthday. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. At a friend's house, because we're too embarrassed to have some people over at the RV. Mm. We, we live below our means, yeah. eating those soups, eating peanut butter and jellies. Mm -hmm. And that's what... That's that, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going on a rant, but you have to have that mentality. You, do. you have to sacrifice. And I wanted to ask all y'all a question. Was there ever a point in your lives you prayed for the life that you have now? Oh, yes, definitely. Every single day. You know, and, and, and the messed up part about that is, yeah, I mean, I being a radio DJ, on a, having a morning show on a big radio station like Mike FM in the Texas Hill Country of all places, I mean, I'm sitting in the seat that I that I prayed for every single day, Absolutely. and some some big changes. You know, I tried to buy the the rock station next door back, in, or I didn't try to buy the rock station. I tried to buy the country station on the other side of me. <laughs> the, the I was working yeah. for the rock station. I got fired from the rock station because I was trying to buy the country station. <laughs> and I went up to that empty cross up there every single day and prayed for months upon months that somebody would come in and buy that rock station and put me back on the radio on the rock station. God said, no, I'm going to one-up you. Mm. Somebody's going to come buy the rock station. They're also going to buy the country station that you were trying to buy, and we're going to start a new station called Mike FM. We're going to throw you on mornings on Mike FM. Mm. <laughs> Ain't that a blessing? It's funny how God works in that way. It is. Uh, and, and yet, and yet, some mornings I wake up, and I find myself to where I'm not grateful some morning. It's true. Yes. Why? Why do we do that? 
And I'm just being real. Uh, here. I, 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 have to I, be I don't real. think I don't think it's anything and and bad intention. I just think that you just you just want more for yourself. You know that this ain't it, and, and so you so you know what what is to come, and so so you're not satisfied. That that's what I think it is. And sometimes I get that feeling too, where I'm like, okay, I know I'm blessed to be in this position because a few years back, um, you know, anybody who knew me, they'll tell you like, Mike, you've changed, you made a hundred percent change, you know. And so I know I'm blessed to be in this position, but I just I want so much more. That, that it's like, I want to be able to not only just help um, a few individuals in the barber industry, but just help um, other people in general. You know, so one of my big things that, that I want to I want to uh, get into uh, is once I once I open up this this next school, which is uh, going to be in Lubbock. So we'll be opening up a school in Lubbock pretty awesome. soon. So that's yep. going to be number four. Then, that's going right? to be number okay. four. Yep. And then uh, I, I want to start doing uh, affordable uh, apartments. I want to start flipping apartments and 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 making them, you know, affordable and stuff like that, because, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, a lot of people, they're, they're struggling with that right now with the rent, you know, rent being paid and stuff like that. So um, that's one of my my bigger goals that I'm chasing forward to. And that's why I say that's why I tell people, Michaela, like, even if you want to do something like that, even if you have other aspirations in life, well, you can use this barbering trade as a stepping stone to get there. Yes. You know, so, um, you know, you can make good money, make your own schedule and stuff like that. And that allows you time to make other investments and and uh, and, and study other avenues and stuff like that. You know, so so uh, I'm, I'm really glad for barbering and, and uh, I can't wait to see where the future takes us with this. You know, it's about the journey. Absolutely. And, and you know, there's going to be roadblocks along the way. You know, there are going to be bridges that don't have a bridge on them mm. where you got to build the bridge yourself. Mm. You know, there's going to be forests with no paths where it's mm. just nothing but straight up trees and you're going to have to pave those forests. Yeah. But when you know that ahead of time and you have faith that you can do it and you have the drive to get it done, you can do incredible things in this life. And, and I see this right here. This is a picture of a girl on a surfboard. Okay. And when the shit gets real with me and the waves get high and I think I'm going to drown, I look at this and I realize that I, I envision this as me. I've been transitioning since December, you know, okay. and I envision that this is me. And I just got to stay on that surfboard and ride mm. over those waves. No matter how tall they are, always stay on that surfboard. Amen. And if I get buried by a wave, guess what? I'm getting my ass right back up on that surfboard, and I'm going to keep going no yeah. matter what, and I'm yeah. not going to let Steph. anything stop me. There's no plan you know? B. There's no Michaela, plan B. did you ever pray that you would be this far in transition? Yeah, all the time. I didn't think it was ever going to be possible. I, I wrote it off a long time ago, and it, it led to just massive depression, and I just basically gave up, you know. I, I didn't take care of myself. I was I was depressed all the time. I slept all the time. I had no energy, yeah. you know, and, and I just I, I did what I had to do to survive. You know, it wasn't about the journey at that point. I was already at another destination. Hmm. I was I had already given up. You know, I was out. I was already at the destination. And when that happens, what's the point? Of mm. What's Joe, the point of doing all that stuff? Did you did you ever have nights while you were in praying for this moment while you were out under Michael? Oh, definitely. Uh, there there was many nights in this place where where hope was lost, hope was taken, and and I mean there was nothing else but there was nothing else I could do but just just pray. And I was backed into a corner to where to where I just began to just started to vision and started to just just see it, all the way up to the point of just being able to just smell that day to where. To where I knew it was going to come, but I, at that point in time, I knew the amount of time and energy, and and discipline it was going to take, because mm-hmm. at that point in time, it wasn't about how hard I fell or how many times I, I I I failed. It was about how I was going to respond to this fall that I had taken in my life, and it's just amazing as we speak here, uh, just on the way speaking with Mike. You know, you know, even my oldest daughter's even even reaching out. She graduated Friday, and she's like, Dad, 
hey, what's up with barber school? You know, this is a stepping stone because this is where I want to be. So, I mean, it's just so many doors. These, these, these were doors that were all closed when I, when I took this hard hit. I mean, this, this loss of relationships, loss of time, loss of hope, loss of just everything. And this is just this is just a you, you guys are, are firsthand seeing the the, the, the the it's possible to turn around. It's possible to 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 gain all these things back. But it, but it takes a willing heart. It takes a caring heart. It takes a, a, a dedicated heart. Mm. And, and, and when Mike seen that, when Mike saw that he, he, he right away, I mean, just even about the event, just about anything that we speak about, he'll look, he'll shake his head. And the first thing he'll say is, let's do it. Let's mm. do it. You know, so so yeah. a willing heart, a caring heart. And a hungry heart is 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 what it's just not about barbering, you know. Every day, but when these men leave the chairs, you know, I, I tell them, hey, you know, I don't I don't only just want to see you back when you want a haircut on any shape and form that that we can help you as a man, as as whatever you may be, is in, in this chair today. Any way that we can add value to you, please, please come back and reach out mm. to us. When you were, were here for when you were sitting in that cell and you were you said you were visioning what you wanted for the future what what were you what what was what was in that in that vision that you wanted for the future that that vision was was the 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 first word that comes to mind is just overcome just overcome and that was the overcome uh because i i knew i knew i was going to get out i didn't have a life sentence so i knew that 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 uh that one day this red bag was going to come and i say the red bag because the red bag is what they give you when you leave the but red my, bag my, but my biggest thing Man. my biggest thing was this <laughs> uh that that red bag it could be the biggest threat to some man if you're not prepared. That could be they could be handing you back addictions again. They could be handing you back uh, 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 your, your your death bag that day. But I knew that that day that I was going to get that red bag, I had to be fully equipped mentally, spiritually, and physically. So you make what's in that red bag. You make what's in that red. bag. You got to put in the work while you're in. You have to put in the work. You have to. You have to. You have to. Like like I said once again, when 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 the visions were there, when just being in that cell and you're looking at yourself and and the food sliding through the bottom of the door and and uh, them officers are yelling and screaming or not even coming to pass out your mail or whatever it may be, uh, you 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 begin to just look at yourself in this in this scratchy mirror or or, or whatever it may be and just just say, I know life's much better than what I'm doing, what I'm giving mm-hmm. myself. You know, and, and, and at the end of the day, you know, each 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 one of us are putting ourselves in these doors, in, the, in these cells. So right there and then I knew I had I had to deal myself a better hand. So, I, I mean, the visions came and the talks came and so many men in the day room when I would come out. Hey, this is what I'm going to do all the way down to pen and paper. This is what's going to go on. I'm going to go here. This is what I want to do. And they would look and they would just laugh or some would just say, but you knew, you know, no, you, I knew I you knew. set the GPS yeah, while I, you were in there. I, I knew it. I knew where I knew where I was going to go. And at all costs, at all costs, that's where I was going. And I think that's where a lot of us, they, you know, maybe, maybe a few good things happen in life or whatever. And then we lose sight of that GPS and I'm back to the girl on the surfboard here. Mm. When that happens, you just end up becoming lost at sea. And that's when we get wiped out is when we become lost at sea. So no, it's not about the destination, but you still got to have that destination in mind yes. to get where you're going. So yes. you know where you're going. So you know where that path's going, you yes, know, definitely. you know where to go through that forest, you know, where to go over those waves. Otherwise you, you, you just get lost. Oh, definitely. And that's when, that's when the, the bad shit happens. Exactly. You exactly. know, and I'm not saying bad shit happens when you're, when you're, uh, when you're on your journey and you know where you're going, but at least you know what to do exactly. at that point when that well, happens. They, they say goals without action are just goals. Yes. You know, so without without action, it's like it's like nothing moves forward. You know, so I always I always tell people, uh, Michaela, that it doesn't take me long to have a conversation with someone and see the potential in them. So whenever these students come in and row and I'm having a conversation with them, it's real quick. I can see whether they're serious or they're just trying to get by, you know, and with Joe, um, I was able to tell, OK, he's genuine with it, you know, and uh, me, I've always 
it's, it's kind of sad to say, but I've always envied people who can be genuine because they're not trying to be somebody they're not. You know, they're just themselves. And so when, when he came in, he was respectful on, on 100 percent. And he was he told me, Mike, any way I can help, any way you can utilize me in any shape or form, please let me know. He's, he's he, he, he was the first one there, the last one to leave. And so those kind of things stuck out to me. So I don't mind I don't, servant mentality. And I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind put, uh, helping somebody out like an individual like that out, you know, oh, because they, yeah. they're showing me they want it, you know. And so it's like it's like I say, um, you know, uh, it's a 50-50 effort. It's a 50, I can do all I can, but, you know, I need you to do the 50%, and Joe's done 100%, you know? So, incredible. Yep. We talk about providing value all the time, yeah. and somebody fresh coming out, you had nothing, right? Yeah, nothing. But you still provided value through your word, and you you saw the integrity in his eyes, and, and that, that was value enough for him to take you under your wing. So, so in this podcast, we, we always hit on these points. We do. I've seen taking the leap. You took the leap. You took the leap when you, you know, yeah. you had that barbershop. You got rid of it. I, I was secured. I had a nine to five. I had a job. I had benefits. Yes. You know what I mean? But I knew that that wasn't it. I knew that if I wanted more, I had to do something different. And, uh, and you know, being, and just, man, just think about it. If I would have never made that transition, you know, uh, you know, man, it's, it's opened so many doors, even like for Joe. You know, yes. it, Joe, uh, who knows where Joe would be, but, you know, we're the only barber college in the Hill Country. Mm. Walking distance. So, so, so everybody, everybody, everybody in the Hill Country, they got to make that commute every day to San Antonio. You know, before yes. before I made the move over here, you know, they were making that commute every day. And so it's like, imagine if I would have never made that move, Yes. you know. And so, uh, man, I'm thankful every day. I know I'm blessed. Sometimes I just sit back and I just just really appreciative. You know, really appreciative of everything that I have because, you know, sometimes when you work every day, you can kind of get lost in the moment, you know, and you kind of, like I said, I got these high expectations of myself. So I, I kind of like tell myself sometimes, like a little bit hard on myself, you know, but um, I think that's needed. Um, that's needed to, to kind of keep me pushing um, because I'm the type of person I work best when my back's against the wall, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's just, man, that, that transition right there uh, is probably the most important that I've made in my life. You know? Michaela, the second one. You remember that second one? There's, there's taking the leap, and that second one. You remember it? Value, providing value. Yeah, you're providing value to the community, and that money's coming. You're providing value. You could have opened another shop in San Antonio, mm -hmm. but you said you don't want those people driving an hour, so mm -hmm. you opened one here. Mm -hmm. You're providing value to Joe's life, and the third is community. Yeah, giving back, Hunter. You gotta give I mean, back. Why yeah. you, you know? Oh, this and this is going far and beyond. This is. I'm in contact uh, daily. I, when I first sat down with Mr. Mike, I said, Mr. Mike, if you don't mind, I mean, what, what are the grounds uh, on me snapping pictures? Because I'm snapping pictures all day. Uh, this what I'm doing is uh, on, on Saturdays and Sundays when I have extra time, I sit down and I just send I just send JPEGs. I send uh, free print pictures back to the penitentiaries to encourage men to say, hey, it's possible. When so many people or, or family or, 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 or women are walking out on us down there and giving up on us, I'm, I'm living proof to say it's possible. Mm -hmm. So I'm snapping pictures of the shop. I'm snapping pictures of tools. I'm snapping pictures Keep of my giving walk. Back, and, I'm giving, and, and, and I'm reaching back saying, hey, it's possible, man. Let's do it. But I know many, many, many great barbers down there that, uh, that are not licensed. And, and the first question they say is financially, how do they help? How do they help? Mm -hmm. And, you know, what does this location have and what does this one have? And they're, they're, they're reaching back. Families are calling. 
and 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 it's just it's deeper than 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 just just right here. You're inspiring you know? people That's on the amazing. inside. And for those for those of y'all that don't know, JPay is how you send letters to those on the inside, right. and uh, Free Prints is how you send free pictures to those on the inside. Shout out to Joey right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All awesome, right, y'all. Awesome, awesome. That's gonna go ahead and wrap up uh, number seventy four of the Curveball Podcast. John, you got anything else real quick? I am inspired. Absolutely. All today. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick, McKenna, if, if it's okay with you, I Absolutely, just want to say yeah. that uh, in August, August 12th, we'll be doing our grand opening, our ribbon cutting. Uh, what I want to do is I want to do 100 uh, back-to-school haircuts. So for 16 and under, the, the kids 16 and under, I want to do back-to-school haircuts. We're going to have free school supplies. We're going to have food and, and stuff of that nature. I want to come back up here whenever it's a good time for you, McKenna, and you, John, and, yeah, and speak more about up. that. Speak more about that. But, yeah, we're just involved in the community any way we can be, you know. Yes. So that's a big thing that we'll be doing uh, August 12th trying to give us uh, school supplies and, and free back to school haircuts joe yes sir i want you to know that eyes on me there are many eyes on you yes. and there are many people looking at you and seeing seeing the progress you make and then being like look i'm in joe's situation how am i gonna you know what i'm saying yes, yes. so so people are looking up to you right now yes sir so eyes on you keep going dude yes sir you got this yes sir thank you Michaela and John, thank you for having hey, us. Hey, thank y'all. This really was appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Hunter Man Strong, y'all. Hunter Man Strong, June 25th. Yes, Hashtag yes. Hunter Man Strong. Look it up on social media. Uh, June 25th. Uh, Michael Gonzalez and Joe Vela from Eyes on Me Advanced Barber College. Thank you both so much for coming. Yes, yeah. Thank you. For thank you. Us. Thank thank you with us. Yeah. Appreciate you. All right. Uh, this is number 74. You can get this at CurvilPodcast.com. You can get us on YouTube, Curvil Podcast. Facebook, Kerbal Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcast, as well as well as a bunch of other podcasts. Uh, we, we, they get distributed everywhere. So just look up the Kerbal Podcast. You can also look up Eyes on Me on the podcast, Absolutely. and the Kerbal, this Kerbal Podcast will pop up as well. Y'all have a great day, and we'll see you Thursday. Wednesday. Wednesday. Pete Calderon. Oh, Pete Calderon, Shatter the Stigma. When is that? Yeah, t- tomorrow's the the podcast, but I think it's the 7th. Okay. I think it's, yeah. the, it's next Saturday. All right. Yeah, the, the Shatter the Stigma is it's coming up. And, uh, yeah, we'll have Pete Calderon in here tomorrow for that as well. So, awesome. Y'all have a good one. Sounds good. Thank Let's you. Do it.